0: Hi, everybody. This is Chuck Sype, Assistant Superintendent from Roxbury Schools, here with some of my friends from Roxbury High School to talk about senior options. Before we get too far into the conversation to tell you what they are, how they are beneficial to the student learning experience, I'd like to start by introducing one of my colleagues who helps oversee the implementation, evaluation, and support for our senior option students.
1: Hello, I'm Monica Mann. I'm the Director of School Counseling here in Roxbury, and I help to oversee the senior option program.
0: So before we introduce our students and get uh, into hearing about their experiences, I'm going to start by having a quick chat with Mrs. Mann about senior options. So historically, schools are uh, encouraged slash required to offer opportunities for students for senior options. Um, the, The real framework for what a senior option is, is it's an opportunity for students to explore some sort of personalized learning experience that is of high interest to them, hopefully, is connected to a future aspiration, perhaps employment opportunity, um, perhaps they just want to try something out. And more importantly, it is something um, that is curricular in nature, but not a program that the school either offers or can support. So over the last five years, Mrs. Mann worked very closely with Dr. Zegar to examine our senior option process, as well as our application protocols and the connections to district initiatives, namely our portrait of a graduate. So, Mrs. Mann, can you share with us and our audience that process, what it looked like, and why this examination of our evaluation rubric and the overall application process is is important to the value of senior option?
1: So, what we did was we took a look at previous applications, and we enhanced it to include um, an application that requires students to write a short statement about what it is that they are hoping to accomplish during their senior option, and then also um, tying it back to the portrait of a graduate indicator. So students need to select three um, uh, portrait of a graduate indicators where um, they hope to grow throughout the year. And in their presentations, their mid-year and senior... uh, final presentation, they will talk about what those indicators were and how they grew in those particular indicators.
0: All right. Very good. So for those of you who don't know or didn't listen to a previous version, there is an episode about our Portrait of a Graduate, how it was developed and designed in our district and why it's important to us. Um, So while that may sound like a shameless plug, I think it would be a really good listen so that you can understand why Portrait of a Graduate is such a critical component to our senior option process. So we won't spend a whole lot of time getting into that here. Um, Okay, so there's your information. The students, most importantly to me, are required to present really three times. They present when they are applying to be in the process. Then they give a mid-year update presentation about perhaps what they've already achieved, um, what struggles they've had with their process, uh, and where they hope to get by the end of their senior year. And then they give a final presentation at the very end with um, really a demonstration of growth, a demonstration of achievement, and they connect that to the portrait of a graduate, which is really, um, to to give a quick synopsis, it's six characteristics that the district community identified five years ago as being absolutely mission critical to everything we teach um, from a learning experience standpoint from grades K through 12. So uh, let's get into some experiences. We have four students here with us. I'm going to ask you to introduce yourselves as well as tell us what the theme of your senior option is, just to kind of set up the rest of the conversation here.
2: Uh, Hello, I'm Brennan Andrews. Uh, For my senior option, I have been working on a short film as well as general screenwriting ability and just working on uh, moving into college as I study film further and just developing a lot of my skills that I might need going forth.
3: Hi, my name is Delaney Scalera. My senior option is an internship at WRNJ radio station where I learn the mechanics of a radio station, the writing, and it really um, sets me up for the real world and it gets me ready for the mechanics in it.
4: Hi, my name is Kendra Sperano. My senior option is working with a culinary one arts class with working alongside with the culinary teacher to try to figure out how to get students into the kitchens and like what motivates them. And like working with her to get the food and make the recipes.
5: Hi, I'm Ethan Olmstead. I make the morning announcements.
0: I edit, I film and produce them. Yeah. All right. So based on what I just kind of shared, these are all, as you can hear, experiences that students would not otherwise have access to. While well, we have courses that connect to these disciplines. What they're about to hopefully share with us is how the experiences they had in a professional arena either independently or working alongside someone in the field has helped to enhance their interest in certain areas has helped connect their vision of what future them looks like or has perhaps helped pave a path of what a future journey for learning looks like whether it's a degree or professional experience so i'm just going to kind of open up the floor talk to us about the process what have you learned what's been difficult Has this experience helped support either what you suspected would be a future aspiration for yourself, or perhaps an equally valuable, I say this a lot about the programs we offer here at our high school, there's just as much value in learning, I thought I wanted to do this thing, but now I've learned I really don't, right? No better time to learn that than here in high school when you have lots of layers of support, it's free, right? Then going off to college or pursuing some sort of a professional experience and learning midway through that, this isn't really what I'm into. So the whole process has been um
2: I'd say gradual uh from the beginning uh I was placed uh I'm doing my senior option under Miss Burley who works here as the uh TV production teacher she also oversees Quillvision and uh under her supervision I was also placed uh uh in her classroom during a period where she had a a freshman seminar class which is essentially a VIP for uh freshmen and um I found myself having to really like challenge, challenge my own discipline within what I wanted to accomplish, and um, I, was, I really had to reframe all my thinking about my motivation for it, just because uh, I didn't want to think of it as a free period, and it was very easy to think of it as a free period when I had uh, a bunch of freshmen, and they're, they're hilarious, I'd, I've made a, a lot of great connections within that class, but um, just uh, staying focused. And uh, despite the situation that I actually um, participate in my senior option in, um, focusing on bunkering down, blocking out out, out the noisiness of uh, Miss Burley's room some time, getting some actual writing down, and uh, getting my uh, ideas on page.
0: So I'm just going to take the opportunity and as c- connect to something Redna just said, but push it down to Delaney. So three of you have an experience here in the school, and I can see that being challenging, particularly as you have classmates who may have taken a vip where they can leave school or something else and now you need to have the discipline as you just said i, I really love that you've identified that as something that's important uh, perhaps something that causes um, an issue uh, having the discipline to stay focused maintain priorities and establish a timeline whereas delaney you have a little bit of a different experience because you're going off site to work with a professional in the field so does is do you think that gives you some structured discipline like you don't really have an option you can't because it's kind of like a job
3: Yeah, I would say having the option to go off-site of school is amazing. Um, I go to the radio station. I research stories online on news webs, try to find something that they haven't already said that day. Um, because they reuse stories like three times throughout the day, something current, something has to be North Jersey, because it's WRNJ, it's like North Jersey that we really go over. And I'm working with professionals. I'm working with Dave Kelber. He was a teacher at Hunting County. He started the radio and television building classes there. He was a supervisor for that. So that's kind of a lot of pressure on me because he is so accomplished. So I'm with him every day. Um, with writing, I would say it's a completely different ballpark with radio writing. You're doing four to six sentences max, but you're doing two pages worth of writing, but you're shortening it down, getting, um, you're talking more in the present. You're not talking, say it happened yesterday, but it's still going on. You say, this is happening. You don't say is, you say are. It's different grammar and being able to go off site was just amazing for me because here at Roxbury High School, we don't have a radio. We d- we have a TV class, but TV's very different. We just started having a podcasting class, but on radio it's live speaking, live information. Podcast you can kind of get ready, you can edit it. Um, radio, you do have the opportunity to pre-record, but you have 30 seconds to say four to six sentences and get all the information in and get it all down. So I'd say the opportunity to have it outside of school was amazing for me and I go Mondays and Wednesdays and I'm there from 11.45 to two or three o'clock.
0: Very cool. All right, excuse me. So um, Kendra, I'm interested in your experience because you talked about working with Culinary One Class. Is that more about you want to be a chef or you want to be a teacher, a little bit of both? Uh, you just thought it would be fun, which is a totally okay answer, right? It is. We lose sight of that in school sometimes. That everything has to be so future oriented. It is okay to just have fun. So tell us about your experience because you got a, a kind of a mixed bag there.
4: Um, so actually, like throughout high school, I was struggling teaching or picking between whether I wanted to be a teacher or a chef. So when I did take culinary and I saw that being a culinary teacher is an option for me, I like was like, okay, this is what I want to do with my future. So for having the senior option and getting to work alongside Miss Obrados who is a culinary teacher. Um, it was really nice because like I'm getting like, i getting more experience in the classroom and getting to see beforehand whether I actually want to do this or not. And I get to work with actual students like, fr- so my class is freshmen and sophomores. So they can get a little out of hand at times since this is like a new class to them, they, it's new experiences. Um, but I'm able to like learn how to deal with the students beforehand before actually going into the profession, which is nice. Um, and yeah, I just, <laughs> I get to experience my future profession early on. Like I feel prepared to teach already, which is really cool. Like I already want to be a teacher And I kind of just want to skip college and just go right into teaching. (laughs) Um, So I feel like it's really preparing me for what I want to do, which is really nice.
0: That's awesome. So on behalf of school districts everywhere, we're always looking for excited uh, culinary teachers and people who are really looking to move the needle for students. So I am really energized by your energy. So hopefully that will continue although you do have to go through a teacher preparation program mm-hmm. so you're about four four years away but Unfortunately. that's awesome so and ethan so ethan does something really important here which i love is a part of his senior option which is morning announcements um you know tell us about that experience how have you utilized that opportunity to to connect with future goals
5: yeah so my future goal is tv film editor and and or director right so my whole goal is to make announcements that are visually appealing and are just well made. So I work with Delaney to record. uh, And then after I'm recording, I go back, I edit, and then I send them out to Mr. Miller so he can post it. So there's been a few struggles along the way with uh, just mostly like figuring out little like blurps and like the schedule where, are we doing it every day? Are we doing only Mondays and Fridays? Are we doing every other day? Uh, that's pretty much it. It's been a pretty good process. I've learned a lot th- along the way with uh, easier ways that make my life easier to make the closed captioning, um, ways to color all sequences at once, uh, stuff like that. It's been a really good process. Uh, Mr. Miller helped me a lot with scheduling, communication. Yeah.
0: So what I'm hearing from all of you is it has not been an easy journey. There's been lots to learn. Uh, But what I'm more excited by is although you shared your specific topics of your senior option, what I'm hearing as an educator is little things you've learned that are not directly connected to your interest, your topic of interest, right? Like things that will help benefit you regardless of where your journey takes you in life. Things like discipline, schedule, motivation, uh, working with others, collaborating, preparation. So tell us, you know, Ethan, you mentioned it. So, you know, feel free to jump in. Anybody else here? about the struggles, how have you overcome the obstacles that you've encountered? Because one of the things that people may not realize and maybe you wanna talk about with senior options is the responsibility almost solely falls on you, right? As a student in a typical class, the bell rings, you go to class, it's really kind of the teacher's responsibility to structure that thing. Now, as a student, we want you to engage in the learning experience and all that, but ultimately the responsibility for the success largely does fall on the teacher as the professional in the room in this experience, that's not really the case for you guys. So let's, you know, share a little bit about what, what difficulty you may have encountered, how you've overcome that and how you see that as something that's beneficial to this opportunity. For me, it was just the
5: huge obstacle was my schedule because I only have my senior option block, block five on B days. So that means on a typical week, I have three days to record three days to edit. Um, so it made it really difficult to post every single day. And there wasn't enough content to be posted every day. So a lot of times me and Delaney get in this pickle where we only have one announcement. So we're recording a video that's 10 seconds long. And then we find, oh, next week we don't have any announcements, so what do we do? Uh, so we've, me and Mr. Miller talked a lot. I think the biggest way to solve those problems is definitely with communication uh, and making sure communication's clear as well. Uh, so we went through three different schedules. We went through every day, then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then just Monday, Friday. And that's what we've been doing for the greater part of the year, probably three or four months now.
0: Okay. A- anybody else want to contribute to that about overcoming the obstacles from your particular project?
5: Um,
0: I'd say uh,
2: different from Ethan's senior option, because obviously he has a recurring product that needs to be produced and he's he's bringing it for the school. Um, when it comes to making one one short film, one script, and it's a long-term goal and you're not necessarily presenting it to someone every day, the accountability is extremely high. And uh, that was a learning process in itself. I kind of, I kind of said the same thing before, but um, for a a specific example, I had a cramped schedule in the beginning of the year. I was getting into the routine of my senior option and there were three, two, three days where I took, I I took the day off and I, I wrote some college essays during my, my block, you know, like, you feel cramped. There's outside factors. I talked about. I talked about the uh, freshman seminar class, and obviously, there's people around you, and, and you can fall into socializing during your time. But then there's internal factors. There's stressors of life, and especially senior year. Senior year is so cramped, overall, and it feels like it's a race to the end. Um, but you 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 if you're going into a senior option, obviously, you're passionate about something that is outside of the school's offerings. And I think if you're passionate enough about that to sign up, then you should really try and find a way to continuously remind yourself of why you're so passionate, why are you trying to set yourself up for the future in this way, and how you can use that to kind of manifest mo- uh, motivation.
0: So you mentioned something that's interesting, and I was going to ask, it's on my notes to ask you here. So you mentioned kind of the, the cramped nature of a senior um, agenda, right, from the beginning of the year. And time seems to fly by, although <clears throat> sometimes we lose track of that. Here we are approaching the end of your senior year. We're sitting here recording this. And as I look out the window, it's a beautiful spring day. So you have classmates and friends who are probably experiencing what many refer to as senioritis. So how do you overcome that to stay focused on your goals that will connect to your personal future while still enjoying the this moment in time? which is important, right? The the culmination of a high school experience is a fun time, right? There's that word again, it's okay to have fun. How do, how are you finding yourselves balancing the conclusion of this experience while balancing out the idea that sometimes it's difficult to stay focused?
3: Okay, so I'll start. I would like to say that I kind of cheated senioritis because with Miss Man's help, I was able to design my senior year classes to what was best for me so I take in English and I'm teaching myself math this year but I'm taking journalism radio um what else am I taking I took social media marketing I took classes that kind of went towards my career and what I wanted to and I have around two to three classes a day and then I go to my the radio station so I'm doing things towards my career what makes me more passionate like if you ask me oh are you passionate English class and math No, that's where I'm kind of getting it. But because I have the opportunity here at the high school to take some classes that favor into what I want to do, plus the radio station, I kind of cheated, I feel like, because I don't, I'm excited to go to those classes, because that's what I want to do. When I see my friends going, oh, yeah, I'm going to science class. Okay, it's not what they want to do. So they're not excited to do it. So I feel like in that way, I was able to kind of cheat it.
0: So I'm going to pass the mic. I know I asked a question, but I'm going to now redirect based on what you just said, which is the fun of having conversations like this. So I want Mrs. Mann to, to jump in here. You referenced, I wouldn't call it cheating. I would call it really prudent planning. Um, and I feel like I can't pass up on the opportunity to discuss what that looks like because too frequently students feel the way you described, which is I have been forced along this academic program because... What a variety of reasons. The school is making me, I have these expectations thrust upon me, whatever. Um, and they don't have the freedom and support to really engage in a journey in an academic program that meets their future aspirations. So I want Mrs. Mann to chime in to talk about from a school counseling standpoint, how do you help facilitate that for students? How do we empower students, even their families, maybe starting in eighth and ninth grade to understand that yeah, we do have an academic program we can offer, and it is robust and multifaceted, but the most important piece is pursuing your personal journey, and here are some things we can help you do that. If you don't have that vision as a student, or you're unsure of what your future holds, we have this kind of pre-determined kind of structure that looks more like the typical, I'm doing air quotes, the typical high school experience.
1: So I actually think I want to pull Ethan in on this a little bit, because back um this time last year, Ethan came to talk about the possibility of doing something he wasn't sure what he wanted to do, um, and and we had that conversation, uh, which then led to where he is kind of today. So I'm going to have Ethan kind of tell us a little bit about, on his end, what that was like.
5: Yeah, so this time last year, I was picking out classes and – at our school we have two TV production classes, TV1, TV2, and that's where it ends. So, me and Brennan were in this pickle where it's like, all right, what do we do? What do we want to do? Uh Brennan wanted the more uh one film and screenwriting aspect of it. So he's much more like creative side before like with the writing, I'm not a really good writer like that. Um but almost until like the end of august i didn't have really an idea of what i was gonna do um until mr miller and this man emailed me i was like do you want to do the morning announcements you would work with mr miller uh to go out and film whatever the announcements would be edit them and then send them in and i was like this is perfect this is what tv2 was like and it's a way for me to get repetition of what i love doing and then get better at what i'm doing and learn more uh so was really a perfect opportunity just to get better and hone in this find skills of editing uh, and really kind of master the platform of Premiere Pro, which is what I edit on. And then just kind of like expand my bubble of what type of effects I'm using, what type of color inputs I'm using, uh, and just like tweaking around with different little minor edits, different fonts, stuff like that, just to find my own creative appeal.
1: So I think that when having conversations with students, the most important thing is finding out what their passion is, right? And I have those conversations with students all the time and like students who, I think I might wanna do a senior option. I'm not really sure what I wanna do. Well, I I really talk to them like, what are are you passionate about? What do you like to do? What do you hope to do? Um, And then we try to figure out what fits. Uh, You know, I guide them along. Right now I have a couple juniors that I'm working with in terms of the same kind of situation. They know they want to do something kind of outside the box, but they're not exactly sure what. So we're working through those conversations now, and I think that's the important thing to you know make sure students know is is when they have those conversations with their counselor, they need to tell us you know like I want to do something different. I want to try something a little bit different um, because we have this great opportunity that students can really dig into their passion project is what I call it, really, and it's really more about, you know, expressing that that's something that they want to do.
0: All right, great. So we're kind of running out of time. I want to pose one last question before we wrap it up is, if you had advice or you could share with other students in the schools about this experience, uh, what would it be? Would you encourage them to pursue a senior option? If so, what would it look like? Or what other, you know, kind of wisdom do you want to share with anyone who's listening who may think this sounds like it's for them?
2: Um one thing I this this kind of answers your question and goes off Ethan is um when trying to find this uh also going off Miss Mann uh, it, it can be a passion project it can be something you definitely want to pursue in the future or it can just be an extension of a class that is no longer offered you know like uh Ethan said there's mass media TV1 TV2 we offer many other media classes but under Miss Burley uh, I wanted to extend my education. I wanted to continue to work under her and have her guidance and just be in her presence uh, for one more year because she has been a very pivotal uh, part of my uh, high school education. And along the way, I mean, I got very lucky to be placed in a freshman year mass media class with Ethan. Um, I don't even think it was like my top option in eighth grade. I, don't, I think it was like the bottom of my sheet, but uh, it was a great coincidence. And then I followed through uh, the TV track, with Ethan along the years, and he was a familiar face, Miss Burley was a familiar face, and it it, it was just something I wanted to give another year into. And it was a chance that I took, and it worked out for the better, and I I encourage anyone who's listening, if they have followed any tracks that this high school offered, and they just want to give one track, one thing, one class that they have a familiar face in, uh, one extra try, then I think it's totally worth it. You can always pivot. You can pivot at any any time in your young career. I think you can pivot in college. You can pivot anywhere, and high school especially.
4: Um, I'm in, like, the same boat as Brennan, too. Like, the culinary, it ends, it ended for me junior year because I did all the culinary classes. So I got to, like, keep working with in culinary classes with Miss Obradis this year for my senior option, and it's definitely, like, I would recommend a senior option for everyone because it's such a unique experience being able to go and work with a certain teacher or a certain thing that you like to do. And it's just like y- you like to do it. So it keeps you motivated because it's things that you actually like to do. And it's going to get you through the year and make your senior year like brighter. Like It makes my day every day.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have All something to say. Okay. Please. So
5: okay. <laughs> um, for me, the biggest part why I like my senior option is it's so fluid I think everyone's is like if you're in this kind of like situation where it's like oh we need change you have the opportunity to do so and you can pretty much change whenever you need to help fit your circumstance right um it's been a way for me to output my creativity in a way um and I've collaborated with a lot of people me and Delaney every single every other day really we collaborate um Mr. Miller uh Mr. Crispino at one point and then we have a special guest every other week. Kendra, I forgot you were on that for a while too. Um, yeah, and it and it's also gives you a way to like, just really find what you like and f- figure out if you really love what you're doing. And especially when you're gonna go to college and you're paying thousands of dollars to do what you wanna do in life, it's good to figure out what you love before you're paying thousands of dollars and putting yourself in debt.
0: So I really appreciate that sentiment. So just kind of wrap up, I just want to reiterate some of the things that I've heard, which are really exciting for me, not only as a a member of the school community, as a parent, but also as someone who works in the school community, is I love hearing the fact that you all feel supported to pursue your personal vision. And your support comes from lots of different places. I've heard a lot of references to the principal supporting you. You have school counselors, you have the director of school counseling that is working really hard to help you pursue your personal vision. But you've identified a variety of teachers who have really supported you with your personal ventures beyond the scope of their typical instructional program. Beyond the classes they teach, they're willing to go, you know, into their into their personal time to really help support your, you as students. So I just love hearing that you have so many places to get support. You know, you have influences coming that are really positive from the people around you in the school, as well as. And those aren't just the grownups, right? Those are your classmates. You've referenced each other a couple of times as working together on projects, as collaborators, as support, as visionary, which is really exciting for me. But finally, I most importantly love the idea that what you've really described that I will call use my words, when the game of school, right, this kind of race that we have been thrust into as students doesn't necessarily fit your personal um, desire, you have been brave enough to embark on something that... Make forces you to be vulnerable, forces you to kind of embark on the unknown. Uh, and you've been brave enough to do that. And hopefully, it sounds like you've had an exciting journey one that isn't hasn't been easy, but in many ways, that describes the young adult life you're about to go to beyond the walls of high school. And so, in that way, hopefully, this experience has been beneficial to you. Just you know, for the sake of information, there are two other ways that students can pursue those personal desires through, um, independent studies, which is maybe a course, a specific learning sequence that the school doesn't offer. Teachers have been willing to support that as well and design a curriculum and a scope and sequence with a student. And college option, right? There are opportunities for students to take courses at CCM, other local colleges that might not be courses that we offer. Um, And then lastly, although I said two, I guess the third one is some of the courses we offer here also are dual enrollment. So there's a variety of options, but most importantly, the thing I would love for anyone who's listening or thinking about this as an academic option to take away is you have the freedom to help drive the conversation that moves in a direction about your personal interest. You don't have to just follow the sequence that is typical. You don't have to follow the sequence that I as kind of the older generation or the folks around you took because it's the sequence we were offered and took. You have the freedom to really pursue um, and demand a program that meets your needs, that supports your vision, and that's the most exciting part of this conversation for me is that you're here able to articulate that in a way that maybe will energize other students in our school and members of our school community to really understand that there's this great opportunity in education right now to pursue personal interests and really drive the journey, your own journey towards adult life. So thank you so much for sharing your experience. I wish you all the best. I'm I'm excited to start my day. we're we're filming recording this in the morning. Being surrounded by such motivated, articulate young people, it really makes me feel good about what we're doing here and I appreciate your time. Thanks.
5: Thank you. Hey.